Hey, welcome back. Uh, my heart is racing about a thousand miles an hour right now. Yeah, uh, here's what happened. I have spent the the last few minutes during the commercial break uh, rooting around under the console here, uh, trying to find my wedding ring. I, I took it off a moment ago, and I was playing with it, uh, kind of rolling around in my fingers, and it fell on the ground and rolled out of sight. I had no idea where it was, and you know, as you know, the, the wedding ring is a pretty important thing. Pretty important piece of jewelry uh, that you don't want to lose. And for a moment there, I thought I had lost it. Don't worry. I found it. It's back on my uh, ring finger. I'm not going to take it off and play with it. I'll find something else to use as a fidget spinner for the rest of the program today, and all will be well. Crisis averted. Bullet dodged. (sighs) No, seriously. I'm pretty worked up. New York State. As you know, in the midst of the coronavirus uh, pandemic, New York State, and you may have been impacted by this if you're a if you're a traveler yourself. New York State imposed uh, some pretty strict rules, uh, really strict rules, uh, which came, you know, under the penalty of uh, some pretty hefty fines if you were to be uh, caught violating these uh, these parameters, these rules. Uh, the big one has to do with visitors to the state. If you, during most of the uh, coronavirus, most of uh, this past year, including now, if you travel to New York State, the the rules are, first off, you have to to declare your arrival. If you fly in, uh, there's someone standing there with a clipboard. And in some cases, there are armed members of the New York State Army National Guard there ready to uh, remind you of your duty to fill out this form. Yeah, true story. Uh, and if you drive in, you're supposed to uh, announce your arrival uh, some other way. And then for the next two weeks, you're supposed to quarantine. So a hole up in a hotel or uh, at the family's house or somewhere, but uh, you don't go out and about. And I've complained, or at least lamented, about how uh, little baby Piper has yet to meet a good chunk of her family. Well, in large part, it's because of this rule here. You see... Uh, there have been, you know, grandpa and uh, an aunt and some others who, sure, they could have come visit here, but upon returning to New York, they could have flown out here to Utah, and we could have, like free Americans, enjoyed one of those company and gone out and about, certainly exercising the good precautions that are, uh, you know, wisely shared with us by, you know, the smart folks. But upon their return, they would then have to quarantine for two weeks. And listen, they've got lives, they've got jobs to do, uh, they can't be quarantining. And so it is that we are now uh, into little baby Piper's 18th or uh, 17th month of life and still uh, yet to meet a chunk of the family. But that's all changing. Uh, that's all changing. An announcement uh, by uh, Governor Cuomo. Yeah, that Governor Cuomo. Yeah, the one in the hot water. Yeah. He said this uh, relating to his announcement of dropping the quarantine requirement on April 1st. He said, uh, as we work to build our vaccination infrastructure even further and get more shots in arms, we're making significant progress in winning the foot race between the infection rate and the vaccination rate, allowing us to open new sectors of our economy and start our transition to a new normal in a post-pandemic world. As part of that transition, quarantine for domestic travelers is no longer required, but is still being advised as an added precaution. This is great news, but it's not in all clear for New Yorkers to let their guard down. To beat this virus once and for all, we must continue doing what we know works to stop the spread, including wearing masks, washing our hands, and practicing social distancing. 
The mayor of New York City had this to say about the governor's call. I don't know if that's the state's idea of an April Fool's joke, but it's absolutely the wrong thing to do. It's reckless. It doesn't help us with our recovery. Look, uh, if you say someone is uh, vaccinated, they can fly, they can visit, of course. But if someone's not vaccinated, what's so hard about following the same process that has been followed to date? All right, let's set the the, may, the New York City mayor's response uh, aside. You know, he wants to be governor someday. Is that right? Probably, right? He's one of those calling for... He's one of those calling for the resignation of Governor Cuomo. Yeah, he's been on the receiving end, Governor Cuomo, that is, on the receiving end of uh, a number, an ever-growing number of accusations of uh, sexual misconduct, uh, improper behavior and comments in the workplace and outside. Yeah, in fact, a number of lawmakers, both Republican and Democrat in the state of New York, are continuing to call for his resignation. Uh, Also, those uh, investigators who are empowered to do so have commenced uh, certain investigations, which historically have been the first step towards impeachment. Anyway, uh, with that said, with that context, I have to wonder why this announcement right now. Why make this announcement right now? And, and, and here's the thing. I think the quarantine from the beginning, the, that two-week quarantine requirement, uh, a little silly, a little unnecessary, a little draconian for my taste, certainly uh, unnecessary here in the state of Utah. We never saw anything like it. Um, but in New York, the standard was different, right? Uh, each day, he, uh, Governor Cuomo would have you know that press conference where he would, I think, ultimately earn an Emmy. Is that right? And I, I, I think he had an Emmy award. I wonder if, uh, huh, I wonder if uh, Governor... Herbert has submitted any of his press conference work for uh, Emmy recognition. We'll have to we'll have to see. Uh, anyway, my question: Why, why would Governor Cuomo make this announcement when he has historically, at least in the midst of this pandemic, uh, taken to very very strict and, and draconian action? All right, I got three theories. One of them, one of them is is that he honestly thinks the state is ready. He honestly looks around and sees the numbers and gets the advice and has ultimately come to this decision because he thinks the state is ready. That's that's the optimistic view. Now I've got a pair of pessimistic ones for you. Number one, again, remember, he is under intense scrutiny to leave office. Does he feel that lifting this, these restrictions will sway public opinion uh, and support back in his direction? Will saying, you are now all free. That in gratitude for that newfound freedom that his subjects in New York State will say, uh, oh, you know, not such a bad guy. Let's move on to the next controversy. Uh, his time has come and gone. Uh, Governor, continue to be comfortable in the mansion. Last one, and this is the most pessimistic. And I hope it's not true. There's no way to ever know if it was or wasn't. Uh, but, you know, while we're playing the speculation game, What if he expects it to be a disaster and that disaster could distract from the accusations he's faced? That's the most pessimistic view, and I hope it's not true. Anyway, what we do know is that travel very soon to Newark will be a bit easier. And I, due to that, will likely see that as the first place I visit to bring uh, little baby Piper to uh, her family and introduce her formally, finally. Uh, But how about you? As we return to 
you know, some semblance of normalcy. Maybe you get yourself vaccinated and we start taking the first steps towards returning to uh, a normal life. Where will you travel first and why? Will it be uh, for business or pleasure? Will you be seeing members of your family? Will you go to visit that niece or nephew or grandchild who was born in the midst of the pandemic and you have yet to meet? Where will you travel first and why? I want to hear. I want you to call in. Tell me. 801-575-8255. Where will you travel first and why? If you've been holed up uh, here either at home or in the workplace for the duration of this pandemic, cutting back on on travel, visiting relatives and family and tourist destinations, uh, when... (laughs) When we emerge on the other side of this thing, where are you going first and why? Is it to see family? Is it a work trip that you've put putting off? 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK is the number. Again, the question, where will you first travel after this pandemic is over and why? Your call's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, there was an announcement from the governor of New York, Governor Cuomo. No, 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 not not a resignation announcement. That'll come later. Uh, What he announced here the other day is that uh, the state, the state of New York, is going to be on April 1st dramatically altering some of the requirements it places on those individuals traveling to the state from outside. Uh, The way it has been for much of the much of the pandemic is that if you are to visit New York or if you are a New York resident and you leave uh, for a time and you come back, when you enter the state, you face a two-week quarantine. Regardless of your your, your symptoms or your uh, whether or not you've had it before, uh, even the vaccine, you come in from out of state, you got to hole up for two weeks. And there are a number of states that have requirements like this or, or others that are, are pretty intense. In New York, though, uh, it, it's particularly intense, so much so that when you fly into some of the airports around the state, like Buffalo, uh, when, when you get there and you come down off the gate and you're walking towards the you know the security area to meet those who are waiting for you or hop in your Uber or whatever, it is not uncommon right now to see uh, armed uniform members of the National Guard there uh, with clipboards, and they're ready to encourage you to comply with the requirement to identify yourself, uh, let it be known where you will be, and uh, assuring the state of New York that you're going to stay put for those two weeks. Well, that requirement is being lifted because it's been in place, and you don't care about my personal business, but uh, because that requirement has been in place, that's been a big one of the reasons why I haven't seen family in like a year and a half now, all right? Uh, I, I got a lot of family live in New York, uh, and we we haven't gone there because of the quarantine rule. There's just not time to, to go there, quarantine, do your visiting, and come back. Uh, you know, in this talk radio business, you can't really take two weeks off plus some. And uh, second... They haven't been able to leave, you know, because they've all got jobs and lives and they can't endure the two week quarantine required upon their return. Anyway, uh, that's all coming to an end on April 1. And uh, that's the announcement from Andrew Cuomo. We're lucky here in Utah uh, that we didn't face anything like that. 
You know, we had to alter our lives, certainly, uh, pretty significantly. Uh, but I bring that story up uh, for two reasons. Number one, to to highlight that there are some places where those in charge uh, really, really brought down the hammer on the draconian measures and very, very strict uh, restrictions put in place to prevent the spread of this virus. And then if you look at the actual numbers, I think we did much better in terms of containing things here in the state of Utah. That's because of freedom, right? Freedom and our own personal responsibility is going to always, always lead to the better outcome. Second, it makes me uh, ask the question, where where are you going to travel when this is all behind us and, and why? Where will be your first destination? Maybe it's business or pleasure. Uh, I said that, that before the commercial break, I said that my next uh, vacation or my next travel would likely be to New York. Uh, then I reminded myself, actually, it's going to be Washington, D.C., and uh, we can talk about that later. I've made that announcement already. Uh, so I'll probably be making my way to Washington uh, next. But my question to you is, where will you travel first and why? Feel free to call in, 575-8255-801-KSL-TALK, or send a, no- uh, a text message over to 57500. Uh, first on the line is Lee, strong name, from South Jordan. Lee, welcome to the program. How are you? Hi, Lee. Nice name. I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm better now chatting with you. Tell me, uh, when, when this is all uh, behind us and we're living in something resembling a new normal, where, where will you travel? Where will you be your first travel destination, and, and why go there? So as for me, I probably won't be traveling anywhere, but this is wife-specific. My wife, her sister, and their mother, once a year, because the mother is grandma now and she's older, they're trying to go on a, a ladies' vacation once a year. Their concern has been Hawaii. They want to go to Hawaii. And Hawaii has had a major lockdown, just as New York has had. Um, you would be quarantined for quite some time. Hawaii is now talking about, and I'm a little bit, few days out of, out of the loop if anything's been updated, but um, Hawaii is now saying, you know, if you have proof of vaccination and so forth, that you can come in and not have to quarantine before you're able to get out and about and practice your social distancing and responsibility and so forth. Um, they're wanting to do that, but they, they've gone from postponing it from March, which is when they would normally go and do something like that, to May, and then it's still tentative. Ah. So we'll just have to see what's going on there. Cool. Um, I do have a friend whose wife is still stuck in Canada because of border restrictions. Oh, wow. Um, there's no wall, but she kind of got stuck there because it was an international um, issue. Fascinating. Uh, well, Lee, listen, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for calling in, uh, and best of luck with those travels. Uh, next up, Tammy calling in from Sandy. Tammy, tell me, uh, when, when, we're, when we've stepped into this new semblance of normalcy, uh, where are you headed for your travels and why? Hi, Lee. How are you? I'm well. Um, I don't really have a plan to go anywhere. Uh, I don't really have family somewhere else. Well, I have a brother in Colorado, and, you know, I mean, it's not a – a big deal to go there, but I, I I certainly wouldn't do it yet personally. Yeah. Uh, I've seen people here already start really relaxing what they're doing. And I've had some people at restaurants tell me the same thing. I've only been through the drive through, but that people are coming through there without masks and talking about, you know, they're just not going to wear them anymore. And 
I just think that's a bad way to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I hear and you. And I do want to say this about uh, New York. Yeah. You, you know, they got hit the worst of anybody. They were the first people to get hit in New York, and there's a lot of people there. Yeah. And I kind of feel sorry for uh, that situation there. And, uh, you know, there were other lockdowns, and I can see why that place was locked down. Yeah, I mean, I it you. was I, – I, yeah. I, I hate to cut you off, but uh, t- time is tight. We've got a commercial break here coming up. Uh, one thing I'll say about New York, and a texter has pointed out a similar thing to Tammy here. They did get hit uh, uh, very hard at the onset. And much of that you can attribute to the uh, very dense uh, living conditions of New York City, over which Bill de Blasio is the mayor. Uh, Western New York, the, the part I'm familiar with, a whole different world. One rule doesn't fit for the whole place. Quick break. When we return, I've got the top two stories at 2 o'clock for you next on KSL News Radio.